I'm Shannon. I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor, the podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. We also have Facebook and Instagram pages under Dirt Sailor Podcast. Happy Throat Punch Thursday. Happy Thursday. How are you doing? Outstanding. That's good to hear. Squeaky. My squeaky chair is not, but I am. (laughs) I got squeaky knees. Actually, I got poppy knees. I I get a little annoyed when I don't start glowing like a glow stick after they uh, pop all the time. (laughs) So what the heck's been happening in the world this week? Yeah, what the heck has been happening is right. We have that protest going on up in Canada, the trucker protest. And it looks like they've started arresting the truckers. Yeah, they've started a major crackdown. I think in Ottawa is where they started arresting most of the um, protesters. Yes. If they're not in a spot where they can legally protest, but they looks like they've made legally protesting illegal. Yes. And the two organizers of the event, I'll call it, have been arrested and are being charged. What are they going to charge them with? I'm sure terrorism or something, war crimes, something crazy. No, it was just unlawful assembly and just, they didn't sound like real serious crimes, but I'm sure they carry heavy punishments in Canada. Yeah, there was just so many people coming out and saying that they should be charged with acts of war because they were blocking a major artery between canada and the u.s and i thought that was absolutely ridiculous it is and i'll reflect deflect go back to other protesters around the world especially in the u.s of a that burn buildings down kill people beat up people get funding from gofundme and other sources and that's okay peaceful protests are not okay because all of the video that I saw with the truckers, I didn't see them getting out of hand at all. The The point was they want to move on with their lives, and the science says, what does the science say? The science is on their side. Yes. But we don't want it, we don't actually want it to be science because we want it to be control, which is what Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, is doing is working on control. How to control people, how to control the masses, how to make them do what he wants them to do or not do. Well, I'm really surprised at law enforcement again, even up in Canada, and I know they all want to keep their jobs. However, when is there a point that they've got to stick up with their brethren that are delivering all these supplies and simply making one simple statement? I don't want to get a shot. I'm happy doing my job. They were totally happy prior to vaccinations and shots, yet the governments feel that they have to put their big-handed thumb on people and squish them. Right. Justin Trudeau came out with Emergency Powers Act trying to uh, make sure that he could do whatever he wants to do. And the members of parliament up there, so they spoke their piece on why they, they didn't think it needed to be implemented and and their support for the you know the protesters having the right to protest type of thing and then justin trudeau says that the members the conservative members of parliament are swastika supporters and so kind of like we need not heed them because they just support people who are racist and sexist misogynistic swastika loving 
individuals. And he said that right after one of the conservative members spoke, who happens to be Jewish. So they live in, you know, bizarre world where they look at a Jewish person and say, you're a swastika supporter and get away with it. He was asked to apologize and he's like, nope, doubling down, tripling down on what he has to say. Well, it's because these folks live in an alternate reality. And I'm hoping that we have some Canadian listeners out there and, you know, I apologize for what I'm about to say about your prime minister, but he reminds me of a little twit. I don't know how you guys, if you have an election process that you all voted for him, a majority of Canadians, but I think you made a major mistake. Yeah, I'm not sure how they vote if they're just the top of the party, so then that person gets voted in or... Exactly how that works. I'll have to look up how the Canadian system works. Absolutely. But he definitely is a power grabber. And that is instead of supporting people's right to protest, which he did during BLM, he supported BLM. There's Canada BLM. He supported that. They There was a big news story. Um, it's been a couple of months now where a researcher came out and said there's a bunch of bodies buried at this former government like location where they used to take children and they found a bunch of bodies and so there was a big big news story and they they were apologetic over what the the former government did way back in the day and it turns out no bodies have been found in that location they haven't i guess they use ground penetrating radar and that could show multiple things which is why you actually have to dig up the area to see if there's actually bodies no bodies have been found and they were so apologetic for something that it appears might not have existed but the idea that you do something on what's affecting you now is just un-canadian and that just doesn't make sense to me makes zero sense where are we going next well talking about blm and supporters so an individual went into a louisville office of a democrat running for a local position there in louisville and apparently he decided that he was going to take a gun and try to murder this representative well this hopeful representative he's running a campaign and so he took a gun, shot or attempted to shoot. I think he grazed the the person uh, who he was aiming for. They were able to stop him. They arrested him. And then BLM actually bailed him out of jail. So they took $100,000 and posted bail for an attempted murderer. So here we are supporting... A BLM individual, and I say a BLM individual because he's organized with them. He has spoken on behalf of them. He's been interviewed as a a BLM activist. He's actually also an anti-gun activist and then went in and tried to kill a representative or someone trying to run to represent the area. Anti-gun, huh? Yeah, anti-gun. And so he, he now has attempted murder with a gun. Four counts of wanton endangerment after he entered Mr. Greenberg's campaign headquarters and fired multiple shots with a Glock. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. So, and Mr. Greenberg is a, a white Jewish Democrat. And he was shot at by Mr. Brown, 21. Uh, Mr. Brown is 21 years old. So, yeah, he, he's been an activist for stopping gun violence and banning guns. And he turned around and used it. And it makes me wonder, do people do that in the hopes that their actions will bring about the change that they're, they're uh, trying to seek, which is to ban guns? Oh, if I want guns banned, I'll just go do a gun crime and hopefully make the news big enough and then it will work. That is very possible. I would not doubt it if that didn't take place. So I guess BLM's being removed from, I think, Amazon. Does Amazon have a charity site or a donation site? So Amazon does Amazon Smile, where you can donate to certain nonprofits. And so you instead of going to Amazon.com, you go to smile.amazon.com. It's still your regular account. It's just signed in on this little special thing. Well, I guess there were some things that piqued the curiosity of whoever runs that side of the organization, and they decided to remove either all of BLM from some donations or just different groups or different sect of BLM. No, I I know that they have a lot on there. I didn't realize that they were going to start banning certain certain, certain groups, ones. Yes, and that Homeland Security chief, he's a, he's a pretty popular guy down at the southern border. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mayorkas? Yes, Mr. Mayorkas. I guess he had a tough road trip down to the southern border. Had some agents confront him and tell him that he's doing a crappy job. And that they're tired of this stuff and they want it to stop and they want people to start following the law. I guess he got a little combative with them and then put his tail between his legs and went back home to D.C. Yeah, he's... uh so he was actually my former boss when I worked for USCIS. He led USCIS for a while. I I didn't appreciate all that he did because, well, when we would have the town halls and stuff, it, it was always, oh, I haven't heard that. I'll get back to you because they don't know the everyday runnings of the organizations that they lead. They just look at the the overarching picture, which is whatever the president tells them to do. They They try to implement, but he... He was one that decided to help EB-5, which are investors, investor visa holders, help one of his friends out who was an investor visa holder. He was never really found guilty of any wrongdoing or actually go to court or anything like that, but it just really bothered me the level he tried to interfere with cases when he doesn't know the everyday details and, and how things are supposed to run or, or whatever, but then he'll he'll step in and tell you what he wants out of the situation and not what's necessarily legal. Oh, see, that's part of the different levels of humans in America. We're on the bottom. Yeah, and who is pawn scum, who's in the middle, and who's on the top. And I personally don't care who's in charge of these organizations, who's appointed. However, I would like them to look at the law or at least go to the president and say, hey, well, you want us to enforce this in this direction. However, it runs contrary to current law. Right. So when President Trump was elected and we had a new head of USCIS come in, a new head of Department of Homeland Security come in, they said, I want you to take all of the, essentially the opinions, everybody's opinion, policy memos, 
a lot of those would come out and it was just somebody's opinion on how it was to be interpreted, not like an actual setting of law. Like, we want you to go after these people. Don't go after these people. We want you to enforce this. Stop enforcing this other thing and interpretations and stuff like that. So what happened after President Trump was elected was we got a leader that said, set aside all those memos, take your law book, take your legal precedent decisions, and adjudicate your cases. Stop with people's opinions on something, and I don't mean a judge's opinion on what it's, you know, the interpretation. I mean your boss's opinion. Let's go for this. Let's not go for this. Set it all aside. Follow the law. Well, I wonder if you can trend that by party. So when one particular party's in office, they don't want to follow the law. They just want to make stuff up as they go. And if the other party gets in office and says, you know what, let's uh, follow the laws that are on the books. I didn't really go over so well, though. People don't like it when you follow the law, which is really funny because Congress will say, this is terrible. Why are you doing this? Because uh, you guys made it. You want it different? Pass a new law. Yeah. Well, and if you want to be a nation of laws, laws, follow the darn law. Otherwise, let's be a nation of unlaw and unruliness, which is what we've seen here lately by defund the police. Don't charge people for their crimes. Let them out with no bail. And their recidivism rate is probably 100% right now because everybody knows that they can continue to do what they're doing. And it's interesting that the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is the largest sheriff's department, I believe, in the U.S. And crime down in Southern California is, use whatever metaphor, whatever phrase you want, off the chain, off the hook, out of control. I'll go with out of control. Okay. Well, the L.A. County Sheriff right now is ripping the city council because they're having a heavy push to have a vote to terminate 4,000 unvaccinated deputies. Even though the science right now is saying, even if you're unvaccinated and you lived and you've had COVID, you have as good of or better protection than somebody that's double vaccinated. So let's start going with the science, not go with your little heart or what you think is right. Let's go with what the actual science says. Well, wait a minute, though. That'll be contrary to following the law or following the science. Yeah, they've decided that people who are not compliant with whatever they demand of the day, those people need to be punished. It doesn't matter that it's scientific or not. It matters that it was demanded of them and they didn't just bow down to the people with power. That's the problem. That is the problem. Is you have a class of elitists that think that they can put their thumb in your eye and push you around to the breaking point. And I think they're going to realize one of these days that the breaking point is very close and it's not going to go over too well once we do reach that point. I'm not advocating anything. I'm just saying. All they want is a a nation of people who let them get away with whatever they want to get away with. I mean, we see the made-up rules, the made-up unscientific rules, wear a mask, do this, do that. And I say unscientific because wearing a cloth mask doesn't work, and the science is not on the side of the people actually wearing cloth masks. But that aside, they decided to force rules where everybody had to wear cloth masks except them 
when they're doing things that rich people do and go to the Super Bowl or other similarly situated items when they're out partying, however it is, having birthday parties and they don't wear masks and they don't socially distance and they don't do everything that they demand of you. They come out with, I held my breath or see my, my mask was right there. And I just took it off for a second when they're they're photographed over and over and over again doing the same wrong thing. But it's okay for them because they're the ones in charge. It's not okay for you because you don't have the power. And that's why Victor Davis Hansen, senior fellow from the Central Valley, says that we have three levels of people in America. The commoners, the... Do, not do-gooders, but people that are doing very well for themselves. And we have the ultra-elite, or elite and the super-elite. And we just must capitulate and follow the rules. Yeah, well, I'm sure you've heard about what's happening in the conflict between Russia and Ukraine right now, where Biden has essentially said the U.S. is not going to do anything at all. But the State Department said that if you would like to flee the Ukraine before they're saying there's an impending war, an impending conflict, if you would like to flee Ukraine and go into Poland, State Department says you need proof of COVID-19 vaccines for Americans if you want to get in. If not, you're going to be stuck in Ukraine. (laughs) Sorry. Proof of COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah, I carry that when I'm fleeing a potential war. You know, like, oh, sorry, I don't have proof of COVID-19 vaccine. Guess I got to die. Holy smokes. Well, I guess this is playing uh, a little bit of havoc with the gold futures. Gold was at a nine-month high. And then I read today, now that has gone down a little bit. So is it the fall of the money thing? Maybe. Well, okay, so not money, but didn't we just close down a pipeline inside the United States and say, we'll go with the Russian pipeline instead? Roger that. How good is that for us right about now? Thank you, Biden. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that today, too, is here we go with one party over the other. The other one seems to think that it's okay to close down pipelines. It's okay to ask other countries to give us more oil so we can pay more and our prices go up astronomically. And then the other party says, nope, going to pump, going to do it ourselves," And they do really well for the American people. Why then does one group or half of the country keep voting for these people? Why? Can you explain it to me? They believe the lies. They, they've they gotten in on one side. All they have to do is repeat the same lie over and over again. And it seems like people will believe it no matter what it is. And, and I know that there are people on the right that lie. And people will just stand behind that person. Look at what's happening right now with the Russia collusion. So still Russia, but different topic. Russia collusion, where people were like practically daily posting news articles on the on the next thing with the Russia collusion and all the bad things Trump was doing. It took five years for it to come out that Russia collusion was 
in fact, not real. It was made up and it was put together by apparently a lawyer and Clinton and some tech exec. And there's a few others involved there. Now there's court cases going against um, one of the lawyers that was representing Hillary Clinton and, and the Dems. And they're not actually going after him for putting together this fraudulent package, per se. They're going after him for lying to the feds, which is the catch-all that they can get you on when they can't actually get you on the real crime you committed. That's beside the point. But anyway, so they go after Trump on practically a daily basis. There's books written about how he colluded with Russia, and here's the facts and all of this. And then it turns out that Uh, Hillary helped to create the Russia collusion and all she has to do is say it's fake news and here Jimmy Kimmel's like it's fake we're not going to cover it no major news organization who leans left is covering this unless to say like it's fake news we're not going to cover it they ate it up and covered it daily when it was a thought that Trump had done something wrong when it there are actual court filings showing some wrongness on the left. Nobody's talking. It's not newsworthy. She actually just tweeted this morning. She doubled down and said, yep, Trump colluded with Russia, and now Fox News is trying to help him cover it up. Today. Yeah, because she created the narrative. And apparently the tech exec was talking about how he turned over stuff to the CIA. And I'm like, okay, so you, you had some in at the CIA and they, they still let the Trump-Russia collusion thing go on because it appeared that it didn't exist? Well, the issue with that uh, IT tech guy was he had a government contract to review servers. And if anything out of the ordinary appeared, he was supposed to report it. However... He was supposed to report it to the FBI, not to the Clinton campaign and her advisors. Yeah, so that's quite interesting that he would turn over something so big when he had a contract that probably said he couldn't talk to outside parties. Yes. This was all about taking down a presidential candidate. Well, and then when he actually got elected, they were still reviewing his information. So that's uh, spying on a U.S. president. Yes. However, they're probably protected. Uh, statue of limitations will run out. Or it really wasn't illegal, but it wasn't ethical. And, you know, they managed to set themselves up so they know where to go and what laws to skirt so they don't get punished. The only people that get punished are the minions, the lower-level guys that broke into the server without permission, not the top 1%. Yeah, it's never them. It's always everybody else. Yes, ma'am. Oh, so jumping back to that individual who's the BLM activist that shot the candidate, the Democrat candidate, apparently the Las Vegas Sun did an editorial on the whole situation and blamed it on extremist Republicans. And then when it was pointed out that it was a BLM activist and he was a leftist, they doubled down and said it was dangerous Republican rhetoric that caused this situation. Well, yeah, we have some really fiery rhetoric. I see. What's a, what's the rhetoric? Get a job, get an education. 
Don't freeload. Don't treat people like crap. Those are some pretty harsh words, I'd say. They really are. Makes you want to just run down the street and just beat people up. Apparently. Apparently it does when you have harsh extremist rhetoric. Very extremist. Well, you know, the the January 6th extremism that went on, apparently there's over 14,000 hours of video that the government won't release. They, they've blocked it from release. Apparently the Capitol, our Congress people and the Capitol Police don't fall under FOIA. So Freedom of Information Act, they're not required to turn stuff over like other areas of the government are. wonder if they can hide it and alter it. Well, apparently they can hide it because the only video that they're releasing is from like certain specific angles and certain specific cameras, which were arguably where the worst events were happening because you have one side where they were just letting people in. You have another side where people were breaking windows and you have a, a bunch of things happening to the same building. But apparently they are blocking over 14,000 hours from even getting into um, the court cases themselves. So people can't even review them to use them in their own defense. So the government is deciding explicitly which videos they'll release and not any of the others. So people who are trying to put on a defense aren't allowed to have the evidence to support their defense, which exists. I'm sure that's a Pelosi thing. I'm like, if they're bad guys, they're bad guys, then all of the video should show it. Absolutely. Put them all out. Let's see what happened in real time. Just trying to figure out how there's 14,000 hours of video. Because if you have, you have all of the cameras that are all the way around the Capitol, outside and inside. Plus, oh, so you're going to do the math for me. Plus, cool. you have all of the uh, police officers that were there that day that were wearing body cameras. So even in one, you know, say a 10-hour period, if there's 1,400 cameras involved, you have 14,000 hours. So it's 14,000 man hours of video. Well, is it is it man hours? Human hours? Human Electronic hours. hours? Human hours. <laughs> Electronic hours. So yeah, all of the body camera footage, all of the um, cameras that are all the way around the Capitol, inside and outside. So I guess they're, they're not um, releasing any videos, even if they could help. Because some of the defense has requested videos of certain times, certain days, certain things. Because one of the... Um, one of the charges was breaking a particular door down and breaking into it, but apparently the experts have said that that's impossible to break into this particular door because it weighs like thousands of pounds. And so the the person was accused of breaking an unbreakable door. And I guess once they finally got the video in that particular area, which was very, they were basically accusing them of doing something and then not releasing the video so once they released the actual video, it showed somebody opening it up from the inside and that they didn't break in from the outside. So, who was the young man that defended himself with an AR? Kyle Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse. What happened to the manipulation of the video in that court case? Yeah, well, in that court case, they gave a 
really super blurry video in which you couldn't see what actually went down. So it appeared one way until you saw the clear video. Right. They didn't release the 4K video. And tongue-in-cheek point is these DAs and whoever is controlling the video there in D.C. need to knock it off. Release the video. Let's separate the bad guys from the people that were guilty by association. Let's vet them all out. Let's punish the people that need to be punished. Let's let the ones go that need to go. And let's move on. Yeah, well, according to the courts, under seal and protective order, you don't get it. There's literal video out there that may support, or it could actually do you in. Maybe it shows, you know, something completely different from what you're saying. Might show you're lying. Yeah, so there's video out there that they're not allowed to use and the government's sealing evidence from people, which I find to be, if you're going to conceal the evidence, it's kind of like openly concealing it because everybody knows it exists and you're not allowed to have it. But if you're going to conceal the evidence, I don't think you should be allowed to prosecute. Correct. But the little house back there called the White House, who owns it? The people. We paid for it. Therefore, any video of it, for it, by it, around it, should belong to us. The White House, the Capitol, all of that. Yes. That's all us. Should be us. Which, by the way, you're not allowed to go on tours anymore. They're blaming that one on COVID, so it's not the people's house anymore. It's Congress house. The House of Congress. The House of Congress They own it. With slave labor and um, Americans' tax dollars. Just saying. So I don't know if you followed that Sarah Palin was suing the New York Times. For? Libel. They said that she was part of the reason at the time Congressman or Congresswoman Gabby, Gabby Giffords was shot. They blamed her in one of their pieces. And so she went after them. And just before the, while the jury was deliberating, the judge said, no matter what the jury's decision is, he's going to dismiss in favor of the New York Times. And then the jury came back in favor of the New York Times. So he then told them, well, I was going to do it anyway. I'm like, what kind of system are we in when it, we have a jury system and the judge is like, eh, it doesn't matter what they say. I'm going to do what I want. Looks like it happens all the time or quite often. From Seems what I'm like seeing. it. I don't know how you could try to pin that on Sarah Palin. Wasn't she like one of our VPs, uh, Dan Quayle? One of the dumbest people in America. How could somebody follow a dum-dum and shoot somebody? I don't get it. Yeah, they said that she came out with a, a we're coming after you sort of thing, and it put crosshairs on districts, and that was all the person needed, even though he, the individual who shot Gabby Giffords, was apparently well-known in the area to be off his rocker. And I think he might have even been barred from college because he was acting a little unhinged. Oh, kind of like the statement that President Obama made, don't bring a knife to a gunfight or something of that nature. 
I know he made a, a knife reference once or a gun reference during a speech, but that was okay. It's always okay when the right person does it who happens to be on the left. That was pretty good. The right person. Had, <laughs> yeah, I like that. So the education secretary, Miguel Cardona. Fired. No. Is he going to be fired? No, I'm nah. just kidding. So there was... So he ended up tweeting it, but it was about Education Week type of thing, like something good about Education Week. And he tweeted that children smiling at school and people pointed out that children have to wear masks. So, hey, jerk face. <laughs> why are you they, tweeting about children? How can smile with a mask on? How can you tell? Yeah, it was why you love teaching. Today's love teaching theme is Tremendous Tuesday where we are challenged to tell a six-word story that describes why you love teaching. And he said, the smile on a student's face, which you can't see anymore because we're masking them up for no good reason because yeah. masks don't work. Which was pre-2020. So I guess during the, oh, what was his name? The one young lad that was killed by Officer Siobhan? George Floyd. George Floyd. The Texas grand jury is indicting 19 officers over protests in Austin, Texas during the time that the young lad was killed back east. And I guess they shot some folks. They beat up some folks. So this is the largest indictment of officers at one time in American history. Wow, I had not heard about that. 19 of them in Austin, Texas. So if they're... Bad cops, they need to pay. If they're caught up into something that uh, was just political, like the recent case that was just re a adjudicated in San Diego, where the officer was found not guilty, then so be it. Switching gears, did you know the CIA has been secretly using warrantless methods to collect Americans' records with a bulk data program that they have? Proudly working in America since 1946. Yes, so apparently they have been using their methodology to collect lots of information. So if you think it's not happening, it is. Watched a video yesterday on the news from a former CIA operative who said that they can take your iPhones. And even if they're turned off, they can turn the speaker and the microphone on. So they can listen to you. I don't doubt it. But I was told by an intellectual IT guy one time, I'll leave his name out of it, that it's not true. They can't do that. Well, apparently they can. Well, I'm wondering if with some of the updates that they have nowadays where you can find your iPhone, turn it on, they're hacking into that system or utilizing that system. This software was designed... In Israel. If you hear a dog barking in the background, it's really not a dog. It's a deer. It's Hillary. Yes, it's Hillary. So we've talked about Hawaii and what has been happening on the Joint Base Pearl Harbor with regard to contaminated water. It turns out that the Marine Corps discharged high levels of fecal bacteria into the area by Kailua and Kaneohe. No. <laughs> Gonna make me delete that. 
Sorry. Yeah, wow. so there, there's all kinds of water contamination problems with the military. Unfortunately, it could be your drinking water. It can be your ocean water. And uh, they just seem to keep doing it, sadly. And I don't know why, because both of us being prior military, we know that there is well more upsides to the military than there is downsides. But if you look at the sum total of the parts, there sure seems to be a lot of issues with water and barracks and housing and and taking care of military folks. And I I don't understand it. Yeah, sadly, we just seem to be going through a repetitious problem of uh, contaminated water. I know I've, I've spoken to what I've seen on other bases as far as the water is concerned. It's like, we could do better. Why aren't we? Amen to that. So do you follow politics daily, weekly, or monthly? I would say near daily. Me as well. And all indications are that the Democrats are going to get shellacked in November during the election. I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, they they said that it was going to be a landslide in, in 2020, so either... They knew, well, it was technically a landslide if you look at how many millions of votes that were out there that were more than any other election in history. That's one that thing part that, was a landslide. One thing that bothers me, though, is all the people I'm hearing that from are Republican talking heads, and they're given indications as to what they're doing wrong and what they should do to fix it. I wouldn't be telling them on live television how to fix their problems. I'd be telling them to dive into those same things even deeper and become a total abject failure. Yeah, well, the party of, of um, not science just wants us to keep losing our minds and and they just keep, in some regard, they keep doubling down. So if you do see that this is how you could fix it, I don't think that they would ever go after what a Republican was saying or what a conservative was saying because that goes against everything that they seem to believe in. But it does appear that even uh, Democrats are starting to shy away from the Democrat Party line, which lately has been, you know, 57 different genders. And men are women, women are men, but there's 57 (laughs) genders still. And even in um, a science article or a, a New York Times science reporter was comparing Leah Thomas, who is a transgender swimmer, formerly swam for Penn State as a male for three years before switching over to the female team. And this individual, this science reporter, tried to complain that um, going after Leah Thomas because she identifies as a woman now is the same thing when they would do gender checks or testosterone checks on biological women. And so, like, in Olympics, some women have actually been barred from competing in certain events because their testosterone's too high, but that person is naturally that way. So they were trying to compare a person who is naturally that way with a person who is altering their body, and somehow that's supposed to mean the same thing. I, I don't get it. Nor do I. So, can we talk about the World Health Organization for a minute? Yes, we can. Well, their leadership is saying that we need to be mindful and careful as countries around the world that we don't loosen all the restrictions 
too fast. We need to make sure that we're prepared if there's another dangerous variant that happens to come up and start nailing people around the world. Is that not the same organization that tried to hide this thing from the get-go? Yes, they worked with China to hide the fact that there was an outbreak of something, whether you believe that it was a natural outbreak or not. But they tried to hide it, and now they're saying, hey, whoa, 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 you're you're doing something we wouldn't recommend you do. Well, I don't recommend you follow them. The same people who let you, like, who let it get caught like wildfire and just grow. I would not follow them at all, 0%, because a bunch of their science is voodoo. And now they're saying we're tracking four Omicron variants around the world. And they're a lot less severe than Delta, yet they're still killing people. And now I'm firmly convinced that it, it's not the pandemic or the Omicron or Delta that's killing us per se. It's unfortunately all of our comorbidities, fancy word that we talk about all the time, which is our diabetes, our obesity, our crappy food, processed food here in the U.S., and other maladies, heart disease and things like that, lung disease, cancer, that actually have caused most of the deaths. Yeah, but that's a little bit of truth, and we don't want actual truth. We just want what people are telling us to be truth. And if they really cared about the health of the American people, they being our leadership, whatever, if they really cared about our health, they would have made sure that we were all exercising, eating right, you know, not maintaining a poor lifestyle choice. But instead... We could drink all we want. We can do drugs. They're going to give us healthy smoking kits. But the idea that you would, you know, go to a gym, close it down. Nope, you can't let you go to a gym. Can't do that. So they're a little bit off on what they propose as healthy. Way off. Way off, I say. So in in voting... And looking at what we're doing, Pennsylvania actually just came out there. One of the the lawsuits for whether or not people can vote by mail, permanent absentee ballot. I guess Pennsylvania has it in their constitution that not everybody can do a permanent absentee ballot. You have to meet certain standards. But during the election, they decided just to give absentee ballots to everybody for any reason. Oh, you... There's a quote-unquote pandemic, or I shouldn't say quote-unquote pandemic. There's a a health reason you can't go out and they allowed people to do permanent vote by mail. That went through the court system, and now it's been found that that was unlawful because the Constitution of Pennsylvania doesn't allow it. Now, if the people want it, which it appears that it does, there needs to be a constitutional amendment in Pennsylvania, and then they can have it, is what the judge said. It sounds like people want it, so put it to a vote, have a constitutional amendment, go forward. So what that says to me, though, is if it was not legal for them to have absentee ballots, and yet everyone did it during the election, kind of sounds like a revote needs to happen. Yes. And I know that that was true in other areas, that they just started sending absentee ballots 
when either the state didn't allow it or or they weren't doing the same checks and balances as they normally do. I I registered to vote and I said I did not want to vote by mail. I did not want an absentee ballot and they sent me one anyway. And then they doubled down and and the next one they sent they sent me two. So they actually sent me two, my husband two and the person who lived at our house 5 years prior one. And I'm like, we didn't ask for absentee ballots. We don't want them. Oh, due to the pandemic or whatever, we're just sending them all. And then they said, oops, we realized we sent you two, so you can only vote on one of those. And I tried to cancel the person who doesn't live at our house and hasn't for more than five years, tried to cancel their um, ballot. Like, hey, this person doesn't live here. Not cancel their ballot, but say, could you please stop sending this? They don't live here. And they said, well, they need to sign that they don't live there anymore. But you're sending it to my house. And I, I'm telling you they don't live here. And it turned out they had died. And they were still getting their absentee ballot. Well, we still get mail from the previous tenant here from 13 years ago. And I've written on the envelopes. No longer at this address. Could have potentially passed away, moved out of state. I've taken it to the post office and dropped them off. I've handed them personally to our mailman, mailwoman, and we still get mail for them 13 years later. So it doesn't surprise me that well, you're getting that mail. Well, we don't take uh, voters off rolls at certain addresses either. So apparently, I, it, well, not apparently. I wonder how many people are getting ballots for people who don't live there anymore. Lots. And that's what's surprising is in 2016, the Democratic Party went bonkers about Trump winning and the fact that there was wholesale cheating, wholesale cheating by Russians and others. Yet the news didn't pick it up and accuse the Democrats of whining, telling them to be quiet. Most secure election happened four years later when we made it less secure. We made it less secure. That's where I was going in 2020. It was less secure, yet they say it was the most secure And it was not okay when Trump and his group complained about the fact that there was wholesale cheating. That's why every four years prior to an election, we need to wipe the voter rolls clear, have everybody re-register, and then go vote in the presidential election. With ID. With some form an ID. We have to have an ID just to get cold medication. You can take an ID to vote. Yes, and we need to quit letting people use that excuse that people can't get down to get an idea or they're dum-dums because they're not dum-dums. They're very smart people. They know how to vote. They know how to get an ID. They've been doing it for years. A lot of them drive. The ones that don't drive, like you said, they use an ID to go get medications to fly, to pay their electric bills, to pay their for their groceries when they write a check. So it's hogwash. I do know that San Francisco is considering taxing empty homes and to take, uh, if you're not renting your home or, or if it sits vacant for too long, they want to tax you. I'd tax the bejeebies out of them. And if there's any ghosts living in the house, I'd tax them too. Sorry to jump subjects on that one, on that real quick, but I just saw that you can never tax enough. 
No. In San Francisco. There's nope. never enough money, so they're just going to find another way. Oh, you got a vacant home? Tax it. You're not renting out to enough people? Tax it. You didn't rent it out quickly enough? Tax them. And tax your income and tax your fuel and your food. Your I think power. they have a, a tax across the bridge, toll bridge. Oh, my gosh. I heard yesterday from a truck driver that it is $75 for a truck to go across the bridge right now. And it's $20 for a personal owned vehicle. Wow. Just imagine if you work in the inner city and you have to go back and forth across that bridge every day. Because I'm sure they don't give them discounts. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt that they would give. They probably charge them extra for creating pollution for going over it twice a day. too much. You do it too much. I've got to charge you more. You know, it's amazing how, let's bounce around a little bit to Ukraine and Russia, back to Russia how when the most hated president ever that drove people nuts, Mr. Trump, when he was in office, he had all these countries under control. And they knew that if they looked sideways at another country, he was going to have something for them. And now Russia wants to invade Ukraine for whatever political reasons. It's their heartfelt thing to do because um, Putin's mom was... Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Yeah, whatever the case may be. All this is is pure weakness on the part of Biden and all the people around the world that are following Biden's lead because this sure was not happening two years ago. No, it was not happening two years ago, and now we can't seem to to stop this. Hey, I wonder, though, if they're going to ask all the Russian troops when they cross the border into Ukraine to show their vaccine status. Oh, yeah, because you can't travel. You cannot travel unless you're vaccinated. Oh, that, that will be interesting if that can stop a war. They'll have to jump out of their tanks and show their vaccination status before they proceed forward. Just saying. Yeah. Well, considering you have to be vaxxed to leave Ukraine, you should have to be vaxxed to enter it. Yeah, our State Department should demand that of Russia. They could stop this war dead in its tracks. Just say, hey, if you can't prove status, no vaccination, can't go to war, bud. Sorry, can't happen. So, jumping to Palestine, apparently AOC uh, made the claim that Israel was keeping Palestinian children in cages. Really? Yes. Apparently she was at in Austin uh, speaking at the Austin Democrat Democratic Socialist of America event. And she claimed that I don't believe that a child should be in a cage on our border. And I don't believe a child should be in a cage in the West Bank. So apparently she's claiming that Jewish people are keeping Palestinian people, children in cages. What's the reasoning behind keeping them in cages? Well, apparently there's no proof of any of that happening, so people have asked her to support her claim. Evidence. You remember that California family that died recently up in the mountains? The husband, wife, and the kid, and the dog? Yes. Well, apparently they were trying to send out a text for help, but they had no service. Really? Yeah. So I think that, California should do a service and they have these little things called Uridium goes 
and I'm not saying this sarcastically either, that when somebody's going to be in the mountains like that, even if it's for a day or two where there's no cell service, they should uh, rent or be given one of these Iridium goes for their trip because it's a satellite communication device, very small, small as a cell phone, fits in your pocket, and they could have very easily hit the 911 help button and gotten some help, and that's a family of three that would still be alive, or a family of four because you got to count the dog. Wow. Uh, well, I didn't realize that they were trying to send out for help. I know they said that they weren't sure exactly why they died and started investigating if it was contaminated water. but And they happened to drink something from a river or or they ran out of water, stuff like that. Yeah, I guess they recently, looking at their cell phones, found the text and it was uh, unsent. Oh, that's sad. It is. It is very sad. It is time to unmask our children nationwide. Absolutely. Especially when you have little guys and little girls. That I think the death rate for them during this COVID has been, as they say in England, is it ought or not? Point, not, 0.013 or 0.0013, something like that. I think total in all of England was less than 800 deaths for children out of the hundreds of thousands that died. And a lot of those young kids, unfortunately, had maladies or that fancy phrase, comorbidities. Had nothing to do with the wearing or not wearing of a mask. It had to do with the general health issues of the children. And I believe the science now is showing us that the health of our children, grandchildren, is far worse now than it was pre-COVID with the masking and the lockdowns. And, and the solution has been worse than the problem. Yes. Yes. And they, you know, we have all these experts that are really, really smart. They should have figured that out within a couple of months of this thing even starting. But then they would have had to admit that they were wrong. And uh, do you think Dr. F word would ever admit that he was wrong ever? Would never admit to anything. I don't care if he is 80 or 90 or a hundred He's an arrogant dude that has no business collecting a pension when he retires next year of almost $500,000. Makes more than the president of the United States of America. He should have to give back that permanent increase that he got for stopping the next pandemic since clearly he didn't. But if he admitted to any of that, he would admit that he was taking money for something he could never do. All of it, he can give it all back. He can't take back the 900,000 Americans that have died nope. from this. Not at all. If the, the little scientist there was smart enough, maybe he could figure out a way to regenerate these people and bring them back, which he can't. However, it gets kind of pathetic and, and saddening that you have all these folks in Congress, you have a president, you have all these other appointed officials and people around the world and U.S. that won't go after a guy like this because of the prestige they feel he has. They still think he is the cat's meow. And I knew from day one, the very first time I heard him when Trump was still in office, that he was a fraud. So was the epidemiologist or whatever she was that was standing next to him that was making all these outlandish claims. Everything they put forward still cost the lives of 900,000 folks. And even if 
they claim that, well, had we not done that, there's a potential that there could have been 2 million deaths. Well, I'm sorry, the information around the world doesn't support your hypothesis. You're full of it. Yeah, well, and the fact that he actually helped to start it in the first place, and he's been hiding that or attempting to hide that and then calling it lies. He didn't want it researched. He didn't want it looked into the natural origin versus lab origin because it would have outed him sooner. That's why he shut that down is because he would get looked at sooner. And that's what uh, one of the other fellow podcasts that I listened to, I won't put their name out, but they're both biologists. The husband basically said, had we known this from the beginning, that it was man-made and how this thing reproduced and how it was generated, we would have had a better opportunity to figure out how to fight it the correct way instead of hiding all the information and sticking his tail between his legs and going, oh, crap. Um, We've been doing this for years. Now we've, uh, what we thought, and and here's here's the thought process. Well, we're going to look at these man-made, back up. We're going to look at these diseases that come from animals. We're going to synthesize them. We're going to supercharge them. We're going to play with them. And we're going to figure out a way to reverse engineer them so we can stop them in the unlikely event that something like that does happen. What they didn't realize was that they created exactly what they thought they were going to have to stop. Right. They created the problem in the end. They created the problem in the end. And then wanted to hide it. And then I will say, though, now they're telling us two years into this that masks don't work, that we need a better mask, and that is a KN95 or an N95. So two years into this, the government's finally going to give you a mask. And guess where the masks are produced? China. The very country that created this thing. Wow. So jumping to Maui. Maui, noko oi. Apparently, Maui's new police chief is asking the police commission for a raise. He wants a big raise. He's been on the job for two months, and he's asking for a 23% raise. Uh, I guess they he took the job for 158851 and he asked for $195,000. So some are saying he shouldn't get it because he knew what the, the pay was when he signed up for it and agreed to move. And he's saying it's more expensive. You expect me to do more. And so um, I, I think I should get a pay raise. And they're saying, eh. You knew these things when you took the job. But I guess it turns out the two people under him, directly under him, actually earn more than he does. Are they hourly and they make overtime? I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but I I just thought it was interesting. How would you feel if you found out that two of your subordinates made more than you? Happens all the time at my work. Our guys that aren't, I'm not salary, but our guys that are salary, obviously salary means it's fixed income. And then some of our guys work just a smidgen of overtime and they ended up, they end up making more than the manager. Okay. I can, I can respect that in that they're doing overtime, but comparing 40 hours to 40 hours. The base salary is you have two subordinates that make more. No, that's not right. So I just thought I'd ask that because apparently he has at least two subordinates. Is he from, um, Hawaii, or did he come over from the mainland? He came over from the mainland, which is why he said he didn't realize how much things would cost. Oh, because the only vacation there, he never went and did research on 
the cost of living in Hawaii like everybody can? Yeah, well, so I will say that when my husband and I went out there to do research and actually see it for ourselves, there are things that you just don't end up realizing, which we didn't. We did we did like for like on grocery shopping to see how much a, a typical week's grocery would cost our family. And you hear like, oh, you won't be able to get certain things during certain seasons or they won't be in stock or whatever. And you're like, okay, I can do that. And then that day you're going grocery shopping and the grocery store wants to charge you $24 for two heads of cauliflower. (laughs) You start to realize that there were things you just did not calculate out. Roger that. So I see another passenger has been taken off an airplane and charged with being a dum-dum. Why so many dum-dums? There's a lot of dum-dums that... Do you think it's a lack of oxygen from being forced to wear a mask for hours on end? It must be because this is the worst times for flying, for people getting beat up on the ground, for robberies, for homicides, for traffic tickets, for in general, just people being in a bad mood. The last two years just seem to be kind of stupid on steroids. Well, maybe not the first few months. I I think people were really like, Okay, this is kind of dumb. I really don't think this mask is going to work, but I'll play along. Fine, I'll play along. It seems like people played along for the first couple of months, and then when they realized people were doubling down on stupid, they just couldn't anymore. <laughs> along with people just not really getting charged with crimes that they were committing, so maybe they thought they can get away with more. I don't know. But I would say after the first couple of months of the pandemic and things getting shut down, a lot of people just had it i've had some pretty interesting stuff happen in my 59 years on this earth and the last two 57 to 59 have definitely been some of the most trying some of the weirdest for sure makes you kind of think back to okay how did our family handle it in 1918 well apparently from what i'm reading back in 1918 even our our elected representatives were not wearing masks like they should and would go into venues not wearing masks and not doing what they were supposed to do. But one thing that was happening in 1918 was World War I. So they sold a lot of people on helping the soldiers by doing your part. I guess maybe if we were in a war and we were having our food or our our clothing rationed and we were going to do our part to help the war effort, maybe... Maybe we would look at it differently, but, and we also have a lot more information nowadays. Possibly, possibly, possibly. Well, where do we go from here? Anywhere you want to. Thank you so kindly, everybody, for listening to us every Thursday. It's really appreciated. We hope that you guys make sure you spread the word. Tell others that Shannon releases every Thursday. And they're incredible audio. And we're starting to look at video. So maybe sometime here in the near future, you'll get a look at my ugly mug on camera. What you think about that? This has been a podcast produced and edited by the Dirt Sailor Duo. Mark and Shannon are a father-daughter team who both served in the United States Navy. This production is protected by copyright laws. Until next time, anchors away.